0: Good morning, this is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called, Why Not Read God's Words? We are pretty much in agreement that if God speaks, we want to hear what He has to say. And we want it to be for us, right? In considering why we want to hear from Him, motive is curious. You know, our thoughts behind why we have deemed hearing from God desirable If it is not Him we are after, knowledge of God, and more of God Himself, I am just not sure we will hear Him speak. Yet, from the start, it has been established that His Word is an integral part of who God is, i.e., Jesus spoke creation into being. Jesus Himself was referred to as the Living Word, and God has given us His written Word. So, speech must remain a viable part of the equation today for those who want to know God and be in relationship with Him. Here's the thing. If we want to know God's thoughts, His intent toward us, His will for us, and His purpose and plans for us, which He would surely convey if He spoke to us, well then, I guess I'm confused. Why are we not reading the Bible relentlessly? Our Bible The written words of God convey all of these things to us, plus so much more. Not too long ago, I was watching a DVD filmed in someone's office and noticed his shelves, which lined three walls. They were covered with books. Ha, it could have been my office. You see, somewhere along the line, I developed a passion for books. Not for how they look or how they feel, though I admit that I do like turning the pages and... I do like to highlight and write dates and comments in the margins. In truth, I really got passionate about books when I wanted to learn vital information to support scriptural principles I was teaching. Like, when I wanted the historical evidence to defend the reliability of the sacred scriptures and how they were copied and handed down through the centuries. Then the discovery of the Dead Sea Scrolls proved to be invaluable. But of all the many books that line my shelves, not one book cover claims that the book is alive. No book except one, that is. The author of Hebrews said, The Word of God is living and active. What an outrageous claim to make of something on a printed page. But it is true. It penetrates to the soul and spirit, he said, and that is true. Images flash in my mind of times I wanted to comfort someone when I wanted to say something to be uplifting to a friend whose son was sick in the hospital and the diagnosis not known, who needed to make some tough decisions about work that would impact his family, and frankly, his family really mattered to him. The anxiety was overwhelming, who has known nothing but abandonment all his life, and another who had broken up his family because of his immoral decisions, and he has now given up on himself. What could I offer? Where could I go to find something life-giving? To the one place that could provide comfort, guidance, promise, and forgiveness. To the words of God, my precious Bible. What is God's heart? What does He say to the mother whose son was sick? Do not worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God your needs and don't forget to thank Him for His answers. And the God of peace will keep your heart and your mind quiet and at rest while you trust in Christ Jesus. Philippians 4 I shared these verses with her on the phone and then she texted me and asked me to please send them to her. Why? God's words were a lifeline to her. What does God say to the man with tough decisions on the job? Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. From Proverbs 3. So friend, take it a day at a time and ask the Lord to guide each part of the process. Interviews, connections, that's what I said to him. Commit each part to him and ask him for wisdom. Yeah, sounds good, he replied. And how about to the one who feels he has always been left? The female who feels she's always been abandoned. God says, Never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. People may leave, God will not. He will not turn his back on you or be gone when you need him most. To the one who hurt her family, Perhaps from sin. As far as the east is from the west, so far has He removed our sins from us. Psalm 103, verse 5. You will be called by a new name that the Lord will bestow on you. Isaiah 62, 2. Guys, if God has forgiven you, then you must forgive yourself and move forward. I know you are dealing with the fallout. But nonetheless, you are a beloved child of God. Do not live a defeated life one more day, friend. The words of God have the ability to seep into the very marrow of your being, to comfort, to bring peace, to lead, guide, convict, and offer forgiveness too. That is why God's word, the Bible, is truly alive. Unlike a pretty inspirational poem that can bring a smile or a sigh, God's words offer divine sustenance, which cannot be equaled and certainly cannot be surpassed. While we may comprehend how we got the Holy Scriptures and how they are supported historically, scientifically, etc., isn't it incredible that God's words are also personal, applicable, life-giving, and apropos to our daily living? Oh, yes it is. Why not read God's words?